Welcome to the Shaky Experience. My name is James Richard Lane. Today, June 22nd, 2020, we will be speaking volume with Winston Fisher of Area 15. Winston is the co-founder and CEO of Area 15, an experimental entertainment complex in Las Vegas, Nevada. The venue will be opening in summer 2020 and will feature renowned galleries, exhibitions, arcades, and a partnership with awesome tenants. Without further ado, Winston, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me excited to be here yeah so how are you doing in 2020 <laughs> um it's an interesting may you live what's the old thing may you live in interesting times well the, these are these are interesting times um <clears throat> obviously the, the pandemic which is still raging is is you know it's from a business perspective it's in an eco economic it's quite scary um but you know it's we're we're, we're also blessed and doing well, you know, and thank God my, me and my family are healthy. <laughs> of yeah, course are. Uh, but you know, it's, it's an interesting time. There's obviously a lot of people. Um, it's just, it's uh, at the same time, I, I'm really happy with where Area 15 sits in today's world. Um, I, I actually think we're needed like never before. Um, and the acceleration of the, the decline of the traditional experience you know the mall the decline of the traditional gathering places it's not because people don't want to gather obviously COVID aside it's it's more because those don't have the soul or purpose whereas i see area 15 or other location-based entertainment businesses really thriving in this new world order absolutely yeah and uh having such an art aesthetic and just kind of this welcoming vibe to all lives all cultures everything at least that's kind of the sense that i feel area uh, 15 provides very much um this is a what do we say maybe not everybody will like it but it's for everybody <laughs> you know um you know it's 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 it celebrates art and commerce right together it's it celebrates creativity it's unbound it's not scared to take risks we didn't design this with a target group where we said this is what this person likes we went with our imagination and our passion and we put it into this place and we curated it with standards um, that we uphold for ourselves and we and we wanted to impart on area 15 of best in class and authentic and badass and genuine um, you know what, what more can you do um, yeah. but it's, it's an exciting I think people are looking for that um, absolutely they, they, they want, they want that connection and they want to go to a place to gather. There's still a place of the idea of where it is under one roof, where there is something about shared experience and celebrating and screaming loudly together and dancing and seeing things and everybody going, Ooh, and you know, it's, it's, or being able to take a date or your kids doesn't matter. Um, it's needed. Absolutely. It's for everybody. Sorry. That was one thing, you know, we actually have a, we, we, we uh, I could probably read it to you. I'd have to pull it up. We have two, we have our sort of our two mission statements that we've, we've written and, and the point is, and we have our values. And one of the things is it's open to everybody. We don't, we're, we're all inclusive. Um, it just, you know, if you're not into that, that's where it's not for everybody, you know? That's really cool. I really admire that about your company. I think that now more than ever, as we were mentioning earlier, in 2020 with the protests, with COVID and everything else going on, I think there needs to be more businesses 
more organizations, more companies out there that are saying, hey, this is truly for everybody and really putting it front and center. Yeah, I mean, you have to have, the companies have to have purpose and soul. And so, and look, look I mean, we, we, we fall where we fall. There's other people who fall with stuff I disagree with, obviously, but from where we are, from who we are as people, what I subscribe to, what Michael subscribes to, the co-founder, and everybody else who works here is we're, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's open. It's meant to be inclusive. It's meant to be shared. It's meant to be a place where hopefully you do bridge differences. And, and you know, you just you feel comfortable with everyone. And it doesn't matter your sexual orientation. It doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter. Or, or you know, just be cool. Look, you want to be a jerk? You're not welcome. I don't care who you are. You're not welcome. If you're cool, you're welcome. It doesn't matter. Um, climate change. We believe in it. <laughs> you know, I mean, and we're not going to, we're going green. We're not scared to say that. Like, I'm not trying to be political in the sense of, of, of going after anybody, but we're going to do, we can't be perfect. I don't claim perfection. I just want to state that because it's, it's hard sometimes, right? But we're 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 embracing as much green as we can possibly, and we have a green council. We think about it; it's part of the ethos. The people who work here care about that stuff. So we we I care about that stuff. I believe in it. So that's my point: is it has it has a soul. It takes it, you know, it connects. Hopefully, sure. So let's talk a little bit about the history of Area 15. How did it get started? And what's kind of just some information that we should know about the beginning of Area 15 to where it is now? Well, Area 15 was born out of failure. Uh, my failure. Uh, it was, so it's a little bit of a story, but in 2005, uh, my family business, Fisher Brothers, real estate company in New York, we came out to Vegas and we, we amassed all this land, we had these grand plans, we had a partner, we were gonna build a, build 25 million square feet. It was, you know, I joke around, the only thing we built was a Kool-Aid factory and the world came blowing up. You know, he came bursting through, hey, uh, you know, the crisis hits, world goes to hell in a handbasket. And, and so, you know, Vegas, Vegas got hit pretty hard, um, but it also, uh, we, uh, long story, uh, ultimately, own the land 100% ourselves. We had a great partner, but it didn't work out for them um, to be in, in the project. It, we, we restructured the debt, we did all that stuff. So we have this land and I'm a wacky thinker. And I'm sitting there, I was trying to plan different types of weird casinos and I was trying to do a water park and, and everybody I would meet would sort of look at me like I'm cross-eyed. And I, and, and I knew there's some things I was like, well, you can't do multifamily. Like, no shit. I know that. Right. Like I don't, and I met this gentleman, Michael and Michael is Benville studios, uh, Michael Benville. And he and his team, I just started working together, iterating just ideas. And it took us about two years, just, you know, it's, don't compete with the strip, right? We can't do anything better than they can do. Right. So don't try you know, it's a destination, right? Where we are, um, people, malls are declining, but people like to gather, right? There's a reason things need to be next to each other. That part of real estate is still true. So I'm a real estate guy, uh, you know, I believe the future of real estate was in content. 
but not, well, not, that doesn't mean you make a movie, that's how you lose your money, but how could I understand real estate as content? And so Michael's ability to, I mean, he's just one of the most creative people on his team. And we, Area 15 was born, and it was born out of necessity. It was born out of a, a observation of the decline of, of the sort of, excuse me, the life of what we say, of connection was being not devalued, but it was becoming harder with screens and the failure of the traditional gathering places. We needed something new and innovative and we needed to celebrate creativity. We needed not to be scared of it, not to say art is bad or art is something, but you know, art is to be celebrated. And out of this, we built a content box, a bunker that we joke around. It was, it was not, was built by some government agency and then the inmates took over the asylum. <laughs> but, and it was the idea of we saw this experience economy and that we could do something different. Um, and it's, and it, we've been blessed. Uh, we've attracted incredible tenants. Uh, we were about to have some incredible events, but uh, incredible events, uh, people recognize what we're building. Um, and, we're, and we're true to it, you know, we're, we never sacrifice the story. We have to be true to who we are. And it's not about making as much money because I could have been, I could have leased this place for bigger numbers. It's not the money. I mean, I want to make money. We're a business. I don't mean it as a sin, but it wasn't, that's not the only thing. It has to be with the right people, the right partners, the right vibe. And whatever that comes together will create something magical that will, we want this to be worldwide. We want to create something that's unique and never been done. And so, you know, who cares? I could make $5 more per square foot, That's but I'd be selling out and I won't do that. I will never, ever sacrifice the story of Area 15. That's amazing. What a beautiful synopsis you just gave right there. I really appreciate that. And it really does touch on how kind of the old school mall, just people hanging out at malls, hanging out at shopping centers are really dying out. And it's just kind of a thing of the past and it continues to just get more and more pushed away from the millennials and other types of people that want something unique and interesting and different and innovative. And I think that is something that a lot more artists and a lot more business owners and developers are starting to become more aware of that they want to provide this background and this place, this facility. And I think that Area 15 just conquers that. That That's something really cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's not, you know, Area 15 at the end of the day, look, I'm, I'm, my background is real estate, but this is a really an immersive entertainment company. And so it's far from just, it's not a mall, right? A mall builds buildings and it rents out space. And, and not against malls, by the way. I mean, look, they, there's, there's look, they, they did things that, there were purpose, but they, they never went far enough. And maybe some did. I think the Grove in LA has done a great job and not that I'm an expert on it, but it, it's, it definitely attracts people and it's outdoors. I mean, it's got a great reputation, right? Mall of America. I mean, so there's people, it's an entertainment facility in many ways, but it's, it's many malls are soulless. And they just are. And the type of tenant today, the retail experience, which is 
not what we, you know, the term retail really doesn't describe it because we rent space doesn't mean we're in re retail, but the retailers, obviously we all know what's happening, Amazon, but it's also because who are they? What are you selling today? The product isn't actually as important as the experience. And then you'll buy the product, whether there or someplace else. And so I actually do see that shift coming more and more brands becoming, how do they emotionally connect to the, to their consumer? How do they think about what this experience economy is? Some will be pure entertainment, but other, other parts of it actually will be brand identity and creation of the M&M store in some sense in, in, in Times Square, right? I mean, Nike has done a great job in their own right of creating these stores that are experienced places. So I, do, I think there's fusion coming together, but it's so much more than that. It's what does it mean, events and rotation and how do you stay fresh? And so you've got your tenants, but then you've got, you know, pop-up space and you've got events going on and music and food festivals and stuff that's always creating something new, a rotation of art. So there's something new to see. So there's some permanency, but there is something, always, you're always trying to, you know, cause you got to sort of, I mean, how do you future-proof something, which is hard. Make it so it's a canvas that you can keep painting. Absolutely. I certainly agree with that. I think that having the experience for consumers to really have that new vibe and that new feel and just having that feeling of coming to a place such as Area 15, excuse me, must be very rewarding and pleasing and pleasurable for many as well as myself. I can't wait to visit it. When I can't wait for you to see it. It's, yeah. It's pretty badass when you walk in, it's going to be, it's going to be like, whoa, you know, and, and you know, we, we joke with the storefronts, you know, when I, when I think about again, malls, you know, the storefronts are all fairly generic. We were, um, we have the uh, absolute uh, right on what gets designed with the storefront. And our basic thing is, if it's not creative, we won't approve it. So it's very interesting. We've had to push, and, and to be fair, well, you don't rent space in here if you don't care. You don't want, they've embraced it, but we, we, no, we won't do plain vanilla. It's got, now look, that doesn't mean everything's the most, it, you try your best to push the tenants, but we really, we, we, we will not accept plain Jane. We just haven't done it. Same thing with events. Like look, we've got, we had some great events lined up. I mean, it was really excited, you know, to have Insomniac playing, we had, we're going to have a massive 5,000 person Halloween party. I mean, this is going to be a fun, there's, it's, it's cool. We've got this amazing tree. People have been to Burning Man, the, um, the Symmetry Labs, the Tree of Tenere. We have a 22 foot tall tree with 5,000 LED leads that change oh. color around the bar Oddwood. It's beautiful. I, I mean, it's just, oh my God, like it's where you want to have a drink. And the tables all have like sort of Moroccan design that casts shadows and light on the ground around it, zipping around overhead. We have this roller glide system, you know, Haley's Comet, that'd be two, a two track system that you can race each other on 20 to 30 feet up in the air. We're going to have augmented reality so you can sort of put these cool funkadelic um, welder masks on and go around and discover this crazy story of Area 15. Meow Wolf needs no introduction. I mean, they're they're doing fifty thousand square feet of the most mind blowing, mind bending experience. I mean, those guys and women and people are so creative. Um, 
you know, Chris Wink, the founder of Blue Man Group is doing something. We've got a great food hall from Todd English. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. We've got a great, I'm just excited about our ax throwing, honestly. I think they're so cool. They're this, these two guys who have a commitment to quality. They're from uh, Ohio. They found us. And I said no to everybody ax throwing, but these, they built such a great experience and they just, they were, they cared about their craft, you know, and they, and so it's competitive leisure. So there's something for everybody. We've got Lost Spirits, which that's the Willy Wonka booze booze tours. The Brian who founded is, you want to have a fun night? Go to L and come to Area 15, but go to LA right now. Like Lost Spirits is just, it's like you go into this incredible. They make this handcrafted booze, um, so you, and uh, whiskey and rum, and you get a tour, but it's loosely based on the Isle of Doctor Moreau. So you're going through all these different areas of discovery while you're sipping liquor and everything and learning about it. And what they're going to do here is next level that sounds amazing yeah, yeah i am i'm pumped i am really excited one thing that stuck out to me about area 15 was the name just the name in general i love that you named it area 15 what is the background behind that so it's the it's the hat trick of names um so when i met michael you know he he, he we had sort of this working title just as like project area 15 and it really was and I'm like that's a great name but it also was fisher brothers traces its roots back to 1915 so there was a play on area 51 but there's also a play on fisher brothers being from 1915 so you had sort of these two things and then you'd think you'd notice this like six months into it and like area 15 is the name of the, we're, that's what we're building. We love the name. It's like, let's call it that. We realize we're on highway I-15. Stop. Wow. <laughs> we're like, it just, it just, everything is pointing. So it's Fisher brothers. It's, it's, it was inspired, not in, cause we're not an alien facility. There's nothing, but sort of a play on area 51 as a, as a title. And then the highway. <laughs> nice. That's so good. Yeah. How did you and your partner decide that Las Vegas was going to be the place for Area 15, opposed to New York City or somewhere else? Um, so it's interesting. I, you know, I, I'm really proud of the fact that Area 15 is Vegas born, because so many things come to Vegas from outside places, right? And so it's got. I mean, I I, I love Vegas. I think the Strip is. There's just nothing like it you'll ever see. I mean, it really it's a spectacle that's that blows your mind. I mean, where else can you stand next to a castle in the empire and the, and you know, um, the statue of Liberty and the roller coasters going by and like there's some fireball shooting off in the distance. I mean, that's it, it, not easy to do that, um, honestly. And so, um, so, but everything has come here. And so area 15, as I mentioned, we own the land. And in thinking about it, we were forced to, to be what the strip could not be. And so we're never competing with it because we love it and we want to complement it. But that's, it It really, is, it came out of that. It came out of this, how can we even, one, how can we attract the locals and how can we get the strip visitor? Because it's seven minutes away, you can see it from the strip, that's either infinity or it's the quickest ride you've ever taken. Right. And, and we're hoping the quickest ride you've ever taken. So I, 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 I don't know, I think it's, it, 
it's it's born in Vegas and it, it's got that artistic soul that makes up this city because there's wonderful people who live here. It's an incredible art scene. And I'll tell you, if you come to Vegas, I, the food on the strip is spectacular. The food off the strip is some of the best I've ever had. Chinatown, I, I mean, it just, it's awesome. I and mean, there's so many great people in this city. And so I'm proud of the fact that we're Vegas born. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Vegas is a very diverse place and has lots of different cultures uh, surrounding it. And having just another very diverse art. Minority, minority city. So. It's actually, I think the demographic profile of Vegas is what people I've read this someplace. So could be wrong, put an asterisk, but I believe it's true, is Vegas today makes up what America will look like in 2065. Wow. I, that's what I read someplace. So, you know, I take that with the, but it's an interesting place. And so diversity. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. What are some of the major differences from what Area 15 is providing to the arts and entertainment industry that others are not yet? I, you know, look, there's a lot of people who provide great stuff to the arts. And it, so it's not, I, I don't want to sit here and claim that we're, we're, we're better than anybody else. I mean, uh, what Meow Wolf has done with artists is, is um, frankly, I will say is deeper than us because there's so much more that they're building, right? But um, uh, we work with artists, we work with creativity. And it's not just when we say artists, it's, it's when we think about our events. How do we engage performing arts? How do we engage all that stuff. And so we just, we, how, how is it part of the fabric of it? And that's just, you know, the people on the team, it's everything. I mean, it, it's, it's reaching out to them. I, you know, the, I'll tell you, and I'll just be very candid. It's funny. Some of the biggest challenges we find in building, not working with artists in building is you have to get through, you have to get through the buildings department, you know, so that that's where I think the hardest thing about working with an artist on a building project is getting through the buildings department. Um, but if you know that, you then structure around it and you start working with people and you help them. You know, so we have some great art, local artists that are actually building stuff with us. Henry Chang is a local artist who's built three of the most incredible cars. They're going to be displayed there. Uh, we have a gentleman who built us, uh, Tomas, who works on many things. He's built this incredible, cool Vegas sign that's being... It looks like sort of like everybody's got the famous sign. Now we're going to have like the burnt out sign that he, he built. Um, Bart Crescent, Josh Harker, who are not local, but they, they built this incredible uh, Shudemoto skull, projection map skull that we're featuring, right? And then on top of everything else, we're also a, an art gallery. And I think that's something that's really interesting is, you know, many of this large format art, it doesn't really, where does it go? It's actually not that easy to collect, to be very honest, because it's large. <laughs> so you can't just put it in your house. Um, we're an art gallery. I think we're, we're gonna sell and rep these artists. And our idea is frankly, listen, we'll sell it to, first off, people who respect their art, but second off, you know, going after the people who buy it, which is the developers, the urban planners, the cities that need the casinos, that need this art so we want to actually make help make a market for this art and everything and so it's embracing it locally it's embracing it nationally it's helping it sell and then it's just bringing it into the creative process when we have new things going on that's so cool i actually really like that idea a lot where you're providing a gallery where 
other businesses in Vegas can purchase the artwork there and have it in their space. That's hard to find. Um, If you're thinking about a public plaza, where do you go to find different artists? Maybe you knew one person you've seen, but where do you actually go to say, what's what's a selection of art that I can look at and see displayed for my, for my property or my resort or my casino, whether it's locally, nationally, or internationally. There's not many places, actually. Sure. And how are you finding these artists? Uh, we, 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 well, part of it is connections. Uh, um, uh, Josh Levine, who's a gentleman has, who, who works with a lot of artists, has great outreach. He's, been, he's heading up this program, the art program for, for us, so he has great outreach. Michael knows people. It, it just... It all comes and we look at stuff that we've seen or we love and we think that, and frankly, we're, we love, we want to sell it and display it. And it's, it's also super cool because then the public's getting to see it too. So it's not just, look, a lot of people have gone to Burning Man, a lot of people where they go to a festival and they see a piece of art, but that's a, that's a small microcosm of people. This is actually can get seen by so many more and diverse type of people. So it's like my mom is not going to a festival, but she's going to get to see this art. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think so as well. Tell us a little bit about the tenants and the artists that will be featured in the space and which one is your favorite? I will never say who's my favorite. Uh, I will say they're all awesome. Um, Look, Henry Chang is a, is a good friend. He's his cars that he's built are, I, I, so many art cars, which are each one's more spectacular than the next, but many of them are built on an existing car. I'm not a car guy, so I'm going to say chassis or something. Henry builds each car by hand and welds together from scratch. And so I always joke, like if Mad Max had a million dollars, this is the car he would drive. Like it's, it's it's Mad Max's fantasy. I mean, they could... And they're so beautiful. And, and he builds other stuff. He's built this incredible drum set. Um, and it's just such an honor to have Henry's work because I remember when we were first looking at the land, well, when we owned the land, it was sort of just raw. Henry pulls up in his car and, you know, somebody I was working with, like, we went for a quick ride around the streets and like, you know, like, this is what we're going to be. We're like, this, we're telling you, this is, this is the type of stuff. People were screeching to a halt in their car and jumping out of it, going, holy shit, and taking pictures of this car, um, his cars. So Henry, having something like that's amazing. As I mentioned, the Symmetry Labs tree, it's beautiful. Especially many times those trees have all been outside, but ours is inside. So it's light lighting controlled. So it's so much different than competing with all those other lights. So the tree shines and the, the reds and the blues and the whites and the, and the greens just emanate off of this tree as it shimmers and changes color. It's just, it's spectacular. Um, the, the skull, Shujimoto uh, with Bart Cressa and Josh Harker. It was in our marketing center for the last two years. Now it's going to be the first thing you see when you walk in. Wow. Wow. I mean, I don't even know what, you know, just, it's got all these incredible projections on it. It's 16 foot tall. It's so big. And so that's, you know, you can see we, uh, Laura Hardy, I think it's art, but we have her building. She built, she's a woman from Bali um, who, I think from the green school has built these incredible bamboo structures in Bali. She's building us this incredible bamboo 
we call it the sanctuary. It's like a 34 foot tall um, bamboo structure, almost like a volcano going up and they'll have netting on it with planting around the base. That's art. And it's a great place to lounge and hang out. So that's awesome. cool. That is really yeah. cool. Area 15's social media platforms have been hosting really cool live streams and DJ performances. Can we expect more of these performances to take place on in the future? 100%. I mean, that that's the whole, the, we have event space for 100 to 5,000 people. And so, as I mentioned, we were, uh, we, we, we had Insomniac, was, we actually had launched book for tickets. We were doing some 5,000 person DJ uh, parties with them. We had uh, Fetish and Fantasy Ball was going to be, <laughs> you know, it was pretty cool. So, you know, we're going to have all this different stuff. Music, I love music. It's part of the soul of what Area 15 is going to have. But also, I, I love food too. Really want a barbecue competition um, or food competition. I just want to want to cook in it. Finally, be able to get in it. Um, but it's it's going to have all that all that you know soul state's amazing those guys have done they're really great they've got i know their 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 fan base loves them and we love them and so getting people like that to play is going to be so much fun too and that would be fun we're gonna have a live music hall also so we can have bands a 500 cap music hall which is getting built next year so really excited about that wow that's exciting that is exciting could you ever see a music festival or another big event hosted by area 15 similar to meaning simple like a music festival like meow wolf had or or yeah like they had uh the meow wolf vortex music festival yeah i mean we we we're an event space so if meow wolf wanted to do vortex for argument's sake if they wanted to do it at area 15 we would love to have them if if any wants to do that we we have 16 acres of, of land i mean plus we have five acres across so we could host we I mean, have to get a special event permit but you know in theory we could have 10,000 15,000 people you know coming here so uh, we would and that's but that's what we're open for i mean that's the whole idea is is it's not that we're producing every event ourselves we're an event platform you know that allows yeah, well, for argument's sake, or any, or insomniac. I mean, what's a five thousand person event, right? Is so anybody who wants to do it. Awesome. Area fifteen will be opening soon. Walk us through what you have lined up for the opening. Well, that's a that's a good question. We don't know because <laughs> of COVID. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, it, it's I can tell you we had plans were we were supposed to be open sooner. It looks like it's actually probably going to be you know. September, um, just okay. because, of, frankly, construction. I mean, we were open through construction, but there's still some supplies, delays, permitting. So it's just there's been that. I don't think that's the worst thing, but we had an amazing. We had we were going to have a massive party and everything. I think with COVID, we're. I like the term though. No one's approved it yet. Is beta opening? You know, it's. Yeah. it's it. I don't know the rules. I just don't, right? So we're going to be able to open. People will be able to come in, but like, I don't see us being able to have that 5,000 person party in September. It's hard to know, right? Right now, technically, you can't have gatherings of over 50 people in Las Vegas. You can have people come into your place. They can drink. They can go to the bar. They can go to the restaurant, but you can't have an event over 50 people. So... So I think 2020 is going to be, it's free to enter, free to park. 
it's just going to be a place when people come here, we're going to, we're going to size our events to what we're allowed to by law. And we're going to let, we're going to practice. I take safety is very serious social distancing. Um, we're going to, we're going to put maximum occupancy that is safe and allowed by law and people will be able to party and enjoy and still, you know, uh, if you go through any of these things, you can, you know, Axlone's great. What Chris is doing, uh, you know, we have a few other things, the food hall, so you can do all that stuff. So that's, I don't mean to be, I wish I could get, I want to say we're going to do X, da, 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 but, uh, you know, it's going to be, but when you walk in, it's going to be pretty badass again. You're, that's awesome. It's going to drop. It, even with all the, we can't throw the 5,000 person party in September, it's still going to be pretty cool. Very cool. So I have just a couple more questions for you, Winston. And once again, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. Where do you see Area 15 in the next five years when you know you finally do open and you have everything and the momentum's going? And where do you see it in the future? What's the future look like for Area 15? Um, two, two things. Um, I, well, there's more than two, but I think you know Area 15 is meant to go to other places. We see the scaling. We want to we want to take it national and international. You know, it's a two to 300,000 square foot initial box of really of, of content. And so we're looking in places like Atlanta, we're looking in, in New Orleans, we're looking in Philly, we're looking in, you know, major New York, all these places. So I do, I really see us expanding and there's, that, and there's, there's really good business reasons to do that. Um, I also see the campus in Vegas expanding. And, you know, so like we actually partnered with Intel to create an experience lab because part of what we want to do in Vegas is to create a spiritual home of the experience economy. And so we've actually already created 70,000 square feet more of space outside of Area 15. So it's already becoming a campus. So it's not just the building you're looking at, but soon it's going to, it's actually set, there's 70,000 square feet of, of tenant space that's outside of that building already. So I see the campus growing, you know, hotel innovation, I mean, you know, economy allowing, um, all that. And I see us in multiple locations. That's so cool. I love that. I just discovered that. <laughs> I just feel like uh, whenever I visit other cities in the future, I'll probably pass by one and uh, even each one will be a little bit different. They're not, it's not meant to be, you know, there'll be some, some stuff, but that's the, there's scalability to what we're doing. Um, and it also allows for more and more, frankly, for more creativity, right? You do have the more access to content you have, the more access to, you know, your the people who do tours with you for DJs or bands or whatever. I mean, so a lot, of, cool. a lot of good. And my last question here is, do you have any advice for artists, business owners, entrepreneurs on how to create a successful business like Area 15? So I think the part that I would say is creativity is you have to have creativity. You have to be willing to take a risk. You have to not be scared of, of what you're promoting. But the other side of it is operations and it's not sexy and it's not cool but execution and operations and the ability to actually have value the person who takes out the trash or who can run facility management is as important as the artist too because they need to be together right you don't want you don't want to be a boring place but you can't if you can't 
operate or budget or execute on construction in a way that's actually, well, you want to go build a small exhibit, that's, that's different. But if you want to build a business, you need to have best in class experience across all the disciplines that make a successful business. So everybody is valued. It's not just the artist and it's not just the operator. They're together have to, and you have to have them work together. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much, Winston, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, well, thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time and I look forward to uh, seeing this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to everyone that tuned in. If you have any questions, feedback, or recommendations of who I should have on my show next, reach out to me on Instagram at jameslane1989 or Twitter, jameslane, lane with two E's. Have a great week. And as always, please support your local animal shelter.